Texas Home Improvement is on the air with your host, Jim Dutton. Careful now, you're going to give me the big head. Call Jim now for advice, tips, and ways to save you money and time on your home improvement. 866-937-0003. That's 866-937-0003. Texas Home Improvement is brought to you by Due West Services. When you want the best, call Due West. Sunburst Shutters, where beauty meets energy efficiency. More plumbing supplies, bath and kitchen showplace. America's Choice Windows, with 10 windows for just 3680. So let's get to the point. Carrier, the official air conditioning and heating system of Texas Home Improvement. James Hardy Siding. Ace Hardware, the helpful place. So let's get to the point. I can't take much more of this. Venetian Stairs, the solution for all your stairway installation needs. Gardner and Martin Flags and Flagpoles. Victor's Remodeling and Construction. Hardy Plank Specialist. Guardian Roof Systems, for all your roofing needs. Axiom Solar, the Texas Authority on Renewable Energy. Todd Tremonti's home selling team, home of the seven-day sale. And now, broadcasting live from the floor in the core studios, here's Jim Dutton. And welcome to Texas Home Improvement, your total home improvement source, 1-866-937-0003. That's 866-937-0003. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call, and Hey, I'm going to see what I can do to help you out on this Easter weekend here on Texas Home Improvement. By the way, this portion of Texas Home Improvement is being made possible by Guardian Roof Systems. Get your roof done right by a company you can trust. Call 888-603-4185 or visit GuardianRoofSystems.com. But again, I'm here to take your calls and answer your questions at 1-866-937-937. 0003 that's 866-937-0003 any home improvement question you have whether you're dealing with the contractor doing the project yourself thinking about a project out looking for a house and you got questions maybe you got an inspection report and you got questions regarding that whatever questions you have feel free to pick up the phone give me a call 1-866-937 0003. Also, don't forget to check out our website, thipro.com. That's thipro.com. There you're going to find links to all the different contractors you hear me talk about, people who can truly help you out with your projects, where we're going to be, when we're going to be, and projects that the show itself is working on. Uh, There's one on there right now that you may be interested in taking a look at that we're doing for a firefighter. Again, all that's available at thipro.com. But on Saturdays, our primary thing is to take your calls and answer your questions. So again, 1-866-937-0003. That's 866-937-0003. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call, and I'll see what I can do to help you out here today. And talking about today, you know, tomorrow being Easter, I know a lot of people are going to be, you know, having a lot of company and stuff. And uh, you, you got to make sure your home is ready for company. There is no time that puts more stress on the plumbing systems in a house than the holidays. And if you're using the garbage disposal to get meals ready and stuff, please be careful because that's the item that messes everything up for you. Celery does not go down the garbage disposal. 
it becomes stringy and it clogs things up. If I can give you no other advice today than that one piece of information, use that. Don't put celery down the garbage disposal. In fact, all your solid stuff, your big stuff like that, just put it in the trash. Don't put it down the disposal. The disposal is really made for just cleaning off the plates and a little bit of debris going down in there, not for dropping huge chunks of stuff in there and watching it chew it up. And if you want to make it smell better, drop lemon and ice down in there. The lemon gives it the smell. The ice cleans the garbage disposal out. Those two items will clean it up to where you know it doesn't have an odor for you any longer. 1-866-937-937. 0003. Bert, this is Jim. What can I do for you? Hey, Jim. Thanks for taking my call. My pleasure. I got a piece of property in the house. Uh, it's a single wide mobile home just outside of Dayton, Texas, uh-huh. east of uh, Baytown. Yeah. And I'm getting curious, as especially with reliance bills and everything going up, what kind of solar would I need to basically make it cost effective? For someone in my situation, you know, about $200 a month is what I pay Reliant. Well, you know, funny you should ask about solar because right now is a great time to go solar. For several years, I've been telling people that, uh, you know, I would hold off, I would hold off. But right now, they've got 30% tax credits available on going solar, plus some other rebates that just make it extremely affordable to, to take a look at solar. And I was doing a home show. I guess three weeks ago when a lady came by and uh, one of my sponsors is Axiom Solar. And uh, she came by and she had them put solar on her house about three years ago. And she just got her first electric bill because, you know, the month of February, it was so cloudy. Right. Up until that point, she hadn't even had an electric bill. And her electric bill was $18. I wished I had that. Yeah, that makes two of us. Uh, I, I'm actually thinking about looking at going, putting some solar panels as well. But the nice thing I like about Axiom Solar is when you call them, you give them your address. They're going to look from the satellites. They'll look down and see the orientation and where the property is and make sure that it's all suited to have solar panels. Because not well, every place gotta... is. I have an acre and a half. The uh-huh. front of my property faces north. The back faces south. And my mobile home is set right in the middle. So I got no trees blocking because oh, uh, Hurricane Ike suited. took care of that. <laughs> yep, yep. Well, give Axiom Solar just, a call. I mean, it doesn't cost okay. you anything to talk with them. And okay. uh, you can reach them at 855 855- uh, I'm in my vehicle. I don't have a pen. Well, but just I, you can I, go to my website at thipro.com. Yeah, but uh, let me let me give the number for everybody else. It's eight five five six three three eighty six eighty. Okay, I, and Reliant, do they do the buyback program? I know it's somewhat. There's a mandate or something out there somewhere. Uh, yeah, Reliant would be doing the buyback. Yeah, because I got that smart meter sitting out on my pole, which I fought forever. Yep. Now, it, uh, you know, one of the other things, this is for everybody listening. One of the other things Reliant is doing right now is there's some uh, hellacious rebates. If your house is all electric, 
and you have electric strip heat, if you convert to using a heat pump, they got just some hellacious rebates on that right now as well. Well, I had a heat pump. I went with an all-in-one unit a few years back. Uh-huh. And um, Grunair was the name brand on the unit. I hate, don't know if I should mention that, but um, one of the circuit boards went out, and they were never, never able to get me the right one to fix it. So I am no longer on a heat pump. Well, you may want to consider taking a look at that because, uh, like I said, it's those those rebates are really unbelievable. Hmm. Okay. Well, I'll take another look at it because I'm redoing stuff right now and rehabbing some stuff. And yep. Anything that I've been thinking about solar for a few years, but I just wasn't sure what the cost effectiveness would be. Well, like I said, I've been telling people put it off, but now with that 30% tax credit, it, it, it's a great time to look at solar. So the tax credit, when I purchase, or, now I'll talk with Axiom about that because they probably know a little bit more about yeah. that and dealing with it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I appreciate your time, and I hope that the other listeners get a, a good bit of information from it as well. All right. Well, Bert, have a great weekend, and uh, happy Easter. And happy Easter to you and all of yours. Thank you, sir. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Yeah, in fact, on the, on the uh, heat pump systems, if you got any questions on that, uh, give Due West Air Conditioning a call at 713-475-0004. They can help you out with that. 1-866-937-0003. Linda, how are you today? I'm very good, Jim. Thanks for taking my call. My pleasure. I'm calling you I'm calling you from Humble, Texas, and I have a problem in my master bathroom that I'm hoping you can help me remedy. Okay. My, hus- my husband and I are aging, so we took out our bathtub, and we had some bad leaks at the time. We took it out, and we put in a full-size shower pan. It would be like double the size of a normal shower, I guess. Right. Um, I think a normal shower is about three by three, and this is the full five the full five foot of the bathtub. We took it out, and we had the, the frameless, well, it's got somewhat of a, uh, like a stainless steel frame to it, very minimal. And that was about three or four years ago. And in the past year, I've noticed black mildew, mildew growing up on the sheetrock. I've got closets at either end of the bathtub. I know you've seen that configuration, uh-huh. and the closets are kind of like at a 45-degree angle. And the um, there's, the sheetrock is getting mold. And so I took um Is it the sheetrock in the, in the shower area or in the closets? It's just adjacent to. It's exposed to the bathroom. It's not in the okay. closet. Okay. It's kind of at that bend where it does the 40, starts to do the 45, and yep. the closet doors are there. Yeah. Um, so I took off. I took up the, all the doors to the shower, took that completely off, and it was all, it looked like it had been caulked in pretty good. I removed all that caulk and cleaned it up, and I took up, um, when I, I tried to clean the sheetrock with bleach, and it just disintegrated. So I took that off, I took fans, and I dried it, and the wood behind it, you know, the, the framing studs, uh-huh. the they don't look like they have the little termite holes or anything, but it's it's definitely a little bit rotted. My question is, putting this all back together, tell me some things I should be looking out for, and is there a better way or some type of caulk that's better to well, seal that shower door? On frame? the walls, what did you use? Is it tile or is it a solid board? Well, they they put the hardy backer behind. They retiled. Okay. 
the whole the shower it's all tiled they put hardy brand new hardy back there mm-hmm. um i think that's what it's called right hardy backer yes ma'am the green stuff yep. anyhow um, oh no, wait, wait a minute is it the green stuff or is it concrete backer board i'm not sure i would thought it was green and i thought they called it hardy backer yeah if it's green it it would be green sheetrock which is a moisture resistant sheetrock concrete backer board whether it's the hardy brand or someone else is gray in color uh linda I'm a, i gotta put you on hold i'm a, i need to come back to you on this we'll be back in just a moment when it comes to home improvement jim dutton will have you riding the gravy train with biscuit wheels here he is on texas home improvement Hey, and thanks for listening to Texas Home Improvement all over the great state of Texas. Stations like WOAI 1200 in San Antonio, KJCE 1370 AM in Austin, Granbury, Texas, KPIR 1420 AM, and of course in Houston, Texas, KTRH 740 AM. I appreciate all the stations that carry Texas Home Improvement, and you know, it's my pleasure to do the show. Now, if you got a home improvement question, 866 937 Zero 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 three. When we left, I was talking with Linda. And Linda, are you there still? I sure am. Okay. The reason I was being so uh, inquisitive of what what the color was, if it's green, it's it's typically going to be a moisture rock, or uh, uh, and and that's used. It's supposed to be used in the bathrooms in wet areas, but in the shower and tub surrounds, you're supposed to use the concrete backer board, which would be gray in color. And what it almost sounds like from the way you described it when you started trying to clean it, you have the sheetrock behind there, the, the green rock, and moisture gets through the tile grout lines. It gets onto the sheetrock, and it starts to expand, and it becomes soft. So when you start rubbing on it, it does disintegrate like that. And I kind of think mm. that's what's happening. I will have to check with my husband. I'm sure that he will know. If for some reason they did put Hardy Becker, could it be leaking through the channel of the, you know, the bottom of the, the framework of the shower door? Are you, are you seeing all this at the bottom or yeah. is, or higher just, up? No, no, just way down at the bottom. And a matter of fact, the ends, the very ends, um, you know, where, it'd be, where the, it starts going up and it's perpendicular, uh-huh. at the very ends, the stainless steel, I guess it is, is corroded. Is it? Are they aluminum or stainless steel, the doors, usually? Usually. Well, it depends. If it's a frame type, it's going to be aluminum. If it's a frameless shower door, then the clamps are usually stainless steel. It actually has some framework, so okay. I guess it would be aluminum. Okay. Yeah, right. it, it, so, it but, sounds but, like then that, yes, you are getting some water leaking by. Uh and, you know, it could be in the bottom of the track or someplace like that where you don't see it getting out. That's what it looks like. What can I put that track back in with to seal it better than the original caulk? Were you, were you, a, were you able to remove it? Oh, yes. Okay. I took the whole Typically, thing out. Underneath, the, underneath that track would normally be a, a full silicone bead of caulk that would run along the track to seal it down onto the material that it's sitting on yeah and it was it was okay. white yeah okay well it and might I, have been it, it, it could have been a regular caulk use a siliconized caulk because it it holds up better it'll glue that thing down and it it seals the water better and, and uh, keeps it from running out 
And then you just got to watch on all the sides and corners and stuff that everything is cocked and sealed well. Okay. The biggest all place right, so, where it comes so, out is underneath it, though. And as for the the wood, I've let it dry out really good, but it's, you know how most wood is real flat? This has got little ridges in it that looks like wood pot to me. Well, if I, okay? I wouldn't worry about the ridges as much as take a, a knife and see if, and poke on it. If it's still solid mm-hmm. wood, you're fine. But if it's crumbly, it's got to be replaced. Okay. All right, sir. Can I ask you one quick question? Absolutely. <laughs> they, if on my vents in my uh, for my ductwork for my uh, AC, yeah. if it blows out warm air when it first starts, is it supposed to do that? It shouldn't last more than a few seconds. Uh, that's all it is, but I can smell the attic. You could. That's it sounds like good, you maybe. It? Yeah, it kind of sounds like you got a hole in the ductwork. Okay, I'll check that. Yeah. All right, sir. Thank you. You've answered all my questions. Thank I appreciate you, Linda. it. Have a happy Easter. Have a good Easter. You Bye-bye. too. Bye bye. Again, our number one eight six six nine three seven zero 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 three. Any home improvement question, Steve? What can I do for you? Yes, sir. I built a garage out at Galveston County, and I'm almost ready for my final inspection. My question concerns the electrical in an unfinished garage. I've got some lights. I've got a receptacle that's GFCI. Is there anything else that's required? Well, in, in most garages, in most garages, you're not required to have any electrical. So if you Okay. Do you have, uh, you know, if you do have electrical, yeah, you'll have to get your electrical inspection, but uh, electric's not required, so whatever you put out there is totally up to you. All righty, that's what I needed to know. Thank you very much. You bet, Steve. Take care. Bye. Now, you know, I might have mis- misspoke on one thing. If you do put electrical, then you have to meet the standards of having a plug every so many feet and all that stuff, but if you have no electrical, you have nothing to worry about on that. 1-866-937-0003. That's 866-937-0003. Don't forget to check out our website, thipro.com. That's thipro.com. There you'll find all kinds of helpful information, links to the different sponsors you hear me talk about, plus where we're going to be, when we're going to be, and activities we got going on, all available at thipro.com. So make sure you check that out as well. We're getting ready to take a quick break for news, traffic, and weather. When we get back, we're going to jump straight back into the calls at 1-866-937-0003. Welcome, 1-866-937-0003. That's 866-937-0003. This portion is being made possible by Axiom Solar, the Texas Authority on Renewable Energy. All right, let's get ready and head back into the calls again at 1-866-937-0003. We're going to talk with Aaron. How are you today? Good. How are you? Doing wonderful. What can I do for you? Got a question here. I uh, built a custom home in the Heights 
in Houston. Uh, we closed on it in uh, November. About a month later, the floors started splitting, you know, had all kinds of issues, uh, wasn't finished right, a lot of trash in the finish, that kind of thing. So I had a, an inspector from the National Wood Flooring Council come out and inspect our floors, basically said that, you know, the builder needed to replace the floors. You know, now the builder's kind of balking, says he wants to get his own inspector out. And unfortunately, I think it's either going to be headed to, uh, you know, mediation or litigation, one of the two. Do you think it's prudent to have to allow him to have his inspector come out? And I'm, I guess the only reason I'm asking this is I'm afraid he's just going to say, oh, yeah, everything was done right. And, you know, you're well, on your own type. He may, but to be honest with you, uh, if you talk to an attorney, he's going to tell you you have to give him the opportunity to have his own people come out and check it. Okay. Okay. Well, that's what I need to know. I, I just I didn't want to turn it into one of these things where it's a, it's a – you know, my guy versus his inspector or whatever type situation. So, you know. And it, and it very well may, but, uh, you know, like I said, even even if you decided to go legal, he would have the right to come out and inspect it and bring people in to do that. So okay. I personally would see absolutely no harm in doing that at this point. Uh, and what I would probably, if he does balk at fixing it, I would try to find out who his insurance carrier is. Right and deal with them instead of him. They would much right. rather settle something like this than to fight it in court. Yeah, you know, he, he gives you those one-year home warranties, I guess, on, on the house. But, you know, reading through the home warranty, I mean, it, it essentially protects him to the hilt. You well, know, basically what, gap what you're looking for is his, his general liability policy, though. Right. So, he, I mean, is this something he would give me? Should I just ask him for his insurance company or... Because I doubt, you know, he'll, he'll give yeah. that information. Uh, you can always ask for it. Right. Uh, the other place where you can maybe find it is if you go check on the permits that were pulled to build the house. Okay. They It may be listed on there. Okay. Interesting. Okay, well, I, I appreciate the uh, information and the heads up. All righty. Good luck with that, Aaron. All right, sir. Thank Bye. you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 866-937-0003. That's 866-937-0003. Carl, how are you today? Good. How are you today, sir? Doing wonderful. What can I do for you? Hey, I've got a uh, uh, home in the uh, Livingston area at the lake. But anyway, it was built. It's only got a 60-gallon water heater, and it's just we, we run out of water quite often and it's put upstairs in a bedroom closet with limited height space so i think they went with a smaller heater when they built the house well 60 gallons is, is actually a large water heater for residential it'll, it'll be a 40 then okay it may only be a 40 uh, but the question is it, it's not keeping up we've even cranked the heat up on it but is we're looking at uh, the tankless water setups okay uh, can you tell us a little bit about them, and are they worth the investment? Uh, you got gas or electric? It's all electric. Okay. On the electric, the biggest issue you'll run into is getting the power to it. Uh, if Correct. The, you know, if the breaker box isn't nearby, it can become very expensive to run the electric lines over to the uh, electric tankless water heater because it requires multiple 
breakers. Uh, right. I, I think it needs almost 100 amps. So. Yeah. Uh, and beyond that, though, they work great. I have an electric tankless in my house. And uh, I use, I have a, a Cisco in my house, and it works wonderfully. And what, what was the brand of it again? Uh, Cisco. I believe it's S-Y-S-C-O. Okay, and one unit will take care of the whole house? Well, they, it has to be sized according to how many fixtures you have. What size house are we talking? How many bathrooms and stuff? Two and a half baths, uh, 2,100 square feet, two stories. So. Yep, one unit. That's uh, You have almost identical to me, and I have the one unit. Okay. And my other question, if if uh, if we don't go with the tankless setup, can do they make a, uh, for lack of better terms, a shorter, fatter water heater? You know, if we want to, because uh, it's got to be only a 40 then, because we're running out. We, I'm I'm betting the fact that you're running out. I'm betting it's only a 30. Okay. And you could probably look at putting in a a a 40 or a 50 with no problem into that, uh, you know, and use the same electric that you've got coming to it. Now, your other option would be to add some supplement water heaters elsewhere, like okay. uh, in the master bath or, or something like that to supplement it. Uh, but, yeah, the first thing would be look on the tag on it, and it should tell you what size it is. And if it's only a 30, which I'm thinking it is, I, I would I would look at one, how how far away is my breaker panel? Can I feasibly run electric to it to put in a tankless? And then two, uh, if I upped to a 40 or 50 gallon, do I have the space to do it? In mo in most cases, you do. Now, one thing I will caution you on, the new tank water heaters, uh, which are start, ha, have a mandate to start being made April 15th, I believe it is, they require more insulation, and so they're going to be bigger around, and we're going to start running into problems fitting them into the same spaces that we had gotcha. before. So you may want to consider looking at this project sooner than later. And if nothing else, okay. getting a, a water heater now, even if you install it later. Okay. Do you have anybody you can recommend in the Livingston area? I have to be honest. I don't up in, in Livingston area. Uh, okay. The problem up there is it's such a small community. The licensed plumbers, not everything requires a license according to state law. And so there's so many guys up there that uh, just, for lack of a better word, bootleg stuff in. Yeah. Exactly. That's what we're running into. Okay, yep. well, have a great week, and I appreciate you. Thank you very much. 1-866-937-0003. I love it. I want some more of it. I try so hard. I can't even have the money. Don't know what it is about that little gal's loving, but I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. And this portion of Texas Home Improvement is made possible by Floor & Decor, Texas' largest selection and lowest prices guaranteed. 
All right, 1-866-937-0003. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call, and I'll see what I can do to help you out. John, welcome to Texas Home Improvement. Hey, how you doing? Um, I've noticed a hairline crack in my sheetrock coming from the upper left-hand corner of a closet door on the second floor of my house. Okay. It's about the, the crack is about 10 inches long, uh, but it's very thin. Uh, by way of background, we had um, some serious plumbing work done under the house uh, where they tunneled in 10 to 15 feet and had to replace some piping under the house directly below that room. And the room is on the second floor, but, but the tunneling was under the house. And I'm wondering if this, the slab might have shifted a little bit with that tunneling going on. It is possible for the slab to shift a little bit. And a, a hairline crack, though, to be honest with you, I wouldn't lose any sleep over that. Okay. If it widens, okay. you know, that becomes a bigger problem. And what you're going to find is on the second floor, the cracks are going to look worse than they do on the first floor. The higher up you go, the, the worse the cracks pivot. will be. Yeah. Yeah. And so if it's just a hairline now on, on the second floor... You're catching right. this early enough that let's look at some of the other things that it could cause. Are there any big trees in the back in this area? Uh, it's in the front. It's in the front of the house. And okay. There's a big tree in the front of the house. And how old a house right. is it? Right. Pardon? How old a house? 1987. Okay. It may be what, a you, large... what you need to be looking at is some root shields on that tree. Okay. If the tree is is was put in when the house was built or since then. You can root shield it. If the tree is older than the house, you would not want to root shield it. But you are probably getting some preliminary movement, not enough the way it sounds to justify any foundation repair. But let's okay. look at some preventative maintenance issues. Well, I would guess it's a big oak tree. Okay. And, of course, I guess it, I would guess that it was there before the house was built. But I don't know since I didn't build a house. Well, depending uh, on the type of oak tree, some of them do grow fairly fast. Yeah, it's a live oak. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, they do grow fast. Um, should I have you, like, Due West come out and, and inspect yeah, the thing and see if... Yeah, I have Due West come out. We'll take a look at it for you. In fact, uh, okay. Anna's at the office today. If you want to call her, you can book an appointment. And, and right now I'm running some of the appointments because I'm short on uh, estimators, so... If you yeah. want to request, I'll come look at it myself. Well, I'll have to look at my calendar at my office on Monday to see when I'm okay. when I'm open to meet the inspector over here. But I'll call on Monday. It it's I don't see any like you said. I understand why it would be more upstairs because there's like a bigger pivot arm, right? Right, exactly. From, okay, okay. So and it's a very small crack, but I ought to check on it, I guess. So I'll call your office on Monday and see if you okay. can come out. It'd be a pleasure to meet you. <laughs> I'd be more than happy to do it. Okay. Thank you. You bet, John. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. And in fact, if somebody needs a number, it's Due West at 713-473-7156. If you're in the Houston area, rest of the state, 1-800-457-2966. And uh, again, we do have somebody in the office uh, till 4 o'clock on Saturday, so you can call today as well. 1-866-937-0003. Frank, what can I do to help you today? How you doing? I have some uh, 
light-colored tiles in my kitchen on the beige side, and they're, they're very, very hard to clean. They just look dull and very lifeless. And I was thinking about giving them a good acid wash and then sealing them with a, like a, a glaze with an aftermarket product. Is that a good remedy for my problem? Well, I know they make some stuff for doing that. I would tell you, go over to Floor and Decor and talk to them about it. I don't okay. think it would be a permanent solution, but it would you know, help and make them look better now. But I got to be honest, I'm not familiar enough with doing that type of process to be able to tell you, yeah, this is going to fix your problem. Okay, that's that's you know that's what was that's my thought was how what's the longevity of this being that it's aftermarket it's not baked into the tile. Yeah, a lot of that stuff is made for putting on the the wall tiles more so than floor tiles, and walking on it wears through pretty quick. Okay, so you recommend I go? I actually go to the the, the flooring professional and speak to them about it. Yeah, talk talk with the the guys over at Floor and Decor. And uh, they sure. they would know more about that than I would on that particular subject. Okay, great. I really appreciate it. You bet, Frank. Take care. Bye. Bye. And again, one eight six six nine three seven zero 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 three. Hello, Sally. How are you today? Okay. I have an air conditioning question. Okay. Uh, now this only happens when the air is on the uh, cooling air. It smells like dirt okay. coming into the house, and it only happens when the uh, air conditioner is on, not when the heating is on. Okay. What could be causing that? I mean, we change out the filters. And does it happen all the time or just when the season all the first time. starts? Every time the air conditioner comes on, yeah, the okay. cooling air. Then it sounds like you've got a leak in the ductwork that's allowing the attic stale air to get into your ductwork. Oh my and goodness. so when the That's... when the system first fires on, it's blowing uh -huh. that stale air down into the house. I know, um, and it blows it right into the kitchen where yep. I'm working. <laughs> there, yeah. Well, but see, okay. what you, what that helps is it helps them find exactly where the leak is. And if you okay. got an air conditioning guy you use, have them come out and check the system. Otherwise, you can call Due West Air Conditioning at 713-475-475. Zero 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 four. Okay, thank you very You're much. You're welcome. Take care. Have a Bye happy bye. Easter. Yeah, I've been working all week and I'm tired. I don't want to sleep and I want to have fun. It's time for a good time. Woo. Now, don't that music make you want to go out and dance tonight? This portion of Texas Home Improvement is made possible by Ace Hardware, the helpful place with locations throughout texas go to thipro.com and click on ace hardware got a home improvement question one eight six six nine three seven zero 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 three any home improvement question pick up the phone and give me a call hello paul how are you i'm good thanks how are you i'm doing wonderful Good. I was just going to call about the guy up in Livingston with the uh, water heater. Yeah. Another reason he may be running out is it may be filled with sediment. Uh, it depends on how old it is, obviously. Oh, yeah. Uh, it could just be sitting there with that sediment. So that may, it may be uh, the right size. It just may be full of sediment and, and not really having 30 gallons of water in it. Absolutely. And, and you're 100% correct on that. Uh, 
I was thinking he said that it was a newer house, though, but I could I could be wrong on that because I've had a couple calls since then. Sure, sure. That's all I had to say. All right, Paul. Take care. Have a happy Have a Easter. Easter. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye. Again, our number one, 866-937-0003. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone and give me a call. 1-866-937-0003. And yes, we're coming to the end of this hour, but we do have another hour of Texas Home Improvement to go. So if your station is dropping and you still want to call, by all means, feel free to call 1-866-937-0003. Go to my website, THIPro.com, and you can continue listening to the show. There's links there to tell you how to do it. If you're going away, have a happy Easter. Otherwise, the rest of you, I'll talk to you in a minute right after news, traffic, and weather. Texas Home Improvement is on the air with your host, Jim Dutton. Careful now, you're going to give me the big head. Call Jim now for advice, tips, and ways to save you money and time on your home improvement. 866-937-0003. That's 866-937-0003. Texas Home Improvement is brought to you by Due West Services. When you want the best, call Due West. Sunburst Shutters, where beauty meets energy efficiency. More plumbing supplies, bath and kitchen showplace. America's Choice Windows, with 10 windows for just $36.80. So let's get to the point. Carrier, the official air conditioning and heating system of Texas Home Improvement. James Hardy Siding, Ace Hardware, the helpful place. So let's get to the point. I can't take much more of this. Venetian Stairs, the solution for all your stairway installation needs. Gardner and Martin Flags and Flagpoles, Victor's Remodeling and Construction, Hardy Plank Specialist, Guardian Roof Systems, for all your roofing needs. Axiom Solar, the Texas Authority on Renewable Energy. Todd Tremonti's Home Selling Team, home of the seven-day sale. And now, broadcasting live from the floor in the core studios, here's Jim Dutton. And welcome to another hour of Texas Home Improvement, your total home improvement source. Hey, this portion is being made possible by Sunburst Shutters. You won't find shutters for your home. Sunburstshutters.com is the website. Go take a look at them. Phone number, give me a call at 713-212-5874. That's 713-212-5874. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call, and hey, I'm going to see what I can do to help you out here on this Texas Home Improvement Day, the day before Easter. And with that, let's jump into our first call for this hour. Richard, what can I do for you? Yeah, how you doing, Jim? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Okay, I've got a question. I've got the uh, it's called the weather head in my can outside that's uh-huh. on my meter. I need to get those replaced because uh, the weather head broke off. And uh, who would I call? And how much would it cost to replace that? Well, as far as who to call, you need to call an electrician. Uh, as far as the cost, I really couldn't answer that because there's too many variables that go into it. Uh, do you have an electrician you deal with? Well, yes and no. I do a lot of electrical at work myself, but like I'm not, I'm not a licensed electrician. Yeah, for this you're going to want somebody that, that's got a license. Uh, you can give Dempsey Electric a call. They'd be able to help you with it. What's their phone number, sir? 
like the carpet anymore or is it just old and wore out it's been here 15 years okay if i was putting in new floors i put in wood i, I like wood floors now that okay. for most people though it depends on one where you're at two do you have any pets running in the house things like that no pets no children i'm by myself wood floors absolutely then uh, if, is it a concrete slab? Yes, sir. Use a floating floor then, not a glue down? Uh, because the glue down, it's so wet here in the Houston area. Moisture comes up through the concrete all the time, and it warps the wood floors. When you use a floating floor, you put a, a vapor barrier down first, and then the floating floor is on top of that, and uh, it, it avoids a lot of the problems. Do you have any suggestions you like to call to do that? Sure. Give Floor and Decor a call, and you can go into the, one of their locations and pick out the floors and everything, and, and they got installers who can help you out. Okay. Uh, what, what, what part of town are you in? Uh, northwest. Northwest. Uh, 290 in Tidwell area. Okay. I know they just opened one down in Sugarland, and there's another location up on I-45 North at 1960. I don't know of, of the location out the 290 direction, uh, but I think there is one. I just don't know for sure. All right. Well, that's about all I need to know, then. I appreciate it, sir. Richard, you have a happy Easter. You too, sir. Thank you. Be careful. Bye-bye. 713-212-5874. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call, and, hey, I'm going to see what I can do to help you out here on Texas Home Improvement. Again, it's 713-212-5874. And I got lines available right now, so pick up the phone and give me a call. Also, don't forget to check out our website, Pro. Dot com. That's THIPro.com. There you'll find all kinds of helpful information, links to our sponsors, people who can help you out. So if you hear me talking about you know, somebody who's a sponsor here and uh, you can't write down phone numbers and all that stuff, just remember my website, THIPro.com, and there you'll be able to find all the information you need on them, uh, as well as you know different things we've got going on with the show and uh, where we're going to be, when we're going to be, stuff like that. So... Again, THIPro.com. But what I need you to do now is pick up the phone and give me a call at 713-212-5874. That's 713-212-5874. Dan, this is Jim. What can I do for you? Hey, Jim. How you doing? I, I called you a couple of months ago. Uh, I had a bath that made a shower. Uh, the floor of the shower broke through. Uh, had a big old heavy guy using it and yeah uh, you had a crack in it and you were wondering <laughs> about repairing it well what we did uh, it was kind of funny i was listening to your show 
And then I was talking to another guy about it, and he said, oh, he said, I got an idea for you. And what uh, what we did was we drilled a three-eighth diameter uh, holes all through the floor uh-huh. and filled it up with that uh, uh, that foam. Yeah. And uh, it worked out perfect. Great. And, and it's not leaking or anything? No, no, no. It's all fixed. And uh, uh, then I put, uh, uh, you know, a, a floor mat down inside of it. And, uh, no, it, I use it every day, and it works fine. Well, there you go. Yeah, so that was a... That was a uh, now, how did you seal the crack and where you drilled? Uh, that stuff uh, eventually fills the hole back up. Right. Uh, it's a it's a foam that you spray, you know, and you put it in there and spray it and spray it and spray it and spray it, another can, another can, like four cans, and yeah. uh, it all came back up through the holes. And then I all did. I did was, yeah, I, I, I just wiped off the... You know the residue that was left over from the top, uh-huh. and then uh, put a uh, uh, plastic floor mat in there, and uh, <laughs> it's it's okay. great. Now, the foam that you used was it like in the red can or yeah, or? it's in the red can. Okay, yeah. the, it's the great stuff then. Great, uh, whatever it is, yeah. it, it worked like a champ. One because... one thing I want to caution you on: over yes, time, huh? Over time, that stuff will start taking on moisture. Mm-hmm. So you will have to put something over it eventually, where you drilled and, and over that crack to keep moisture from. Uh, because what'll happen is that stuff will become a sponge, and take on the moisture, and it could it'll start to mildew under there. Well, I'm pushing eighty. I don't think I'm going to worry. No, about you're it. not going to worry about it then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I called a couple of people, and they were talking thousands of dollars to take out the uh, rip oh, out. Yeah. The, and I'm going like I can't. I ain't doing that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's working great, and uh, it's going to be somebody else's problem in about ten years or five years. Okay. Hey, the other reason I called is I'm in the same boat that that guy is. I live alone in a great big house, and I put down uh, 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 wood flooring. Uh huh. Took all the carpet out and put down wood flooring. I put the five eighths thick. Uh, it's uh it's called a uh, oh shoot. Lost my mind here, been a minute. But anyway, it's hardwood. Uh, uh, anyway, it's hardwood floor, and yeah, it floats. There's no, right. it's not nailed down. They put a little uh, uh, coat of uh, plastic down in between the uh, the, the floor, uh-huh. the concrete floor, and they came in here and they did this in about four days yep. over in Pearland. I don't remember the name of the company, but boy, that guy was great. And it looks nice and easy oh, to take wonderful. care of. And what's really nice is uh, my house is about 5,000 square feet. Uh, well, of course, downstairs it's not that big. But I can sit in my kitchen and see the wood, all the wood grain lines up all the yep. way through the house. Yeah. Oh, it's really nice. But, now, you're, uh, you are by yourself in a 5,000-square-foot house? Yes. Well, no, I've got, I've got a couple of cats and a dog. They don't count. we got to get you some people in there. Don't think so. <laughs> no, I had my six kids. Uh, they're all on their own. Got bigger houses than me. Oh my goodness! Yeah, they live in Tomball and Indianapolis and all over the place, and they're all doing fine. But uh, okay. no, I kind of like it like this. Uh, yep. Yep. Well, Dan, you have a happy Easter. Yeah, I will, man. Uh, tomorrow's my birthday. Well, happy birthday. Thank you. Bye. Take care. Bye. Seven one three two one two five eight seven four. Let's talk with. Alan, how are you? I'm good. That's wood flooring day. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to, I'm going to ask you about wood flooring too. Okay. I, I, I always hear you talk about the uh, floating wood floors. Um, yes. 
my brother-in-law put down and glued down wood floor, an engineered wood floor, and I don't think he's having any issues with it. But do you still prefer or think that the floating floor is a is an advantage over that? I do, and here's okay. why: in our in our market in the Houston area, Houston is basically built on a swamp, and we get right. so much moisture that comes up through the when we start getting a lot of rain that builds up in the soil, it's all up by the surface, and it tends to wick up through the concrete. And, and depending on how good a concrete job you have and how good a moisture barrier you have under the concrete will determine if the wood floor is going to hold up. I get more calls on wood floors buckling than I can shake a stick at when they're glued down. The old nail down where they used to, used to use the, right. the tar bed and then and the one by or two by right. four strips, those weren't a problem because that tar that they put down sealed it. Right. The the floating floors, it, it's the same thing. That plastic they put down first protects it. It seals it from the the concrete. But when when you're glued down straight onto the concrete, it's it it's just problematic in our in our market. That, now if you go north, tight. where where we don't have the moisture issues, it's not near. It's not a big problem. Does it take years or I mean, how long would you say it's going to take to wick up through concrete on a? It, it will depend on the weather cycles. And, you know, Houston, for, for example, had been going through a drought that lasted for several years. And now all of a sudden we've started getting rain. And now is when people are going to start having the problem. Okay. I mean, I think this floor has been down five years. And I, I know I have to put it down. That's why yeah. I know. And that's why I know what he's got. What part of town is he in? Katy. Yeah, we're both in Katy. Okay. And then, like, I'm not saying I want to. I guess what I'm saying is, is I have to put the floor down. I know how hard the glue down is. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, I guess you're saying that I don't have wood and I want it. So, I'm probably, I guess I'm thinking of just doing the floating one. Do you have any choice on the vapor barriers? Just use the one the manufacturer of the just floor use recommends? The, just use the one the manufacturer recommends. There's a lot of different floors out there. Are any of them really bad? A lot of brands, I mean... Well, obviously you don't want the ones from China that have the formaldehyde in them, but beyond that, uh, no. Uh, most of the... Here's what you want to look for on, on the uh, floating floors. The thicker the veneer on top, the better. And a lot of well, them are solid wood now. And the reason I say the thicker the veneer, a lot of the veneers are thick enough. You can sand the floors a minimum of three times some of them up to five times and refinish them. If you got a solid floor, I mean, once it's in there, you're done. It can be sanded, refinished time and time again. If they have a, you're saying they have a solid wood floating. floor that can go down floating over concrete. Yep. I didn't know that. Yep. Uh, you mentioned something about animals. If you have animals, is there an issue with wood? Especially a dog. I think we got a border collie. I don't know how much she weighs, but. Well, the She's biggest the issue call. then is you got to worry about the nails scratching the finish. And sometimes if people are going to have several pets running through the house and stuff, I'll tell them to go with a, uh, a laminate floor instead of solid wood only because the finish will hold up better. Okay. Yeah, because we do have dogs. But I love the look of wood better myself. I do, too. I haven't seen them. I'm not, I'm not saying I don't like some of the laminate. I don't know. And I haven't noticed too much. Well, I guess it depends on how good the floor is, too. Yep. You know? It does. It's a pretty good one, I guess. I'm not saying I don't mind 
I mean, I guess some people would say that the scratches would give it character. I guess not a, not in that. finish. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All, All right. right. Take care. You Bye. bet. You too. And again, for for wood floors, tile floors, any of the hard surfaces, go to Floor and Decor. They got a great selection there that can help you out. We're going to take a real quick break here on Texas Home Improvement. I'll be jumping right back into the calls as soon as I come back. 713-212-5874. That's 713-212-5874. Luke and Larry, you guys are up next. It ain't a good weekend till you tear something up. This is Texas Home Improvement with Jim Dutton. And welcome back. 713-212-5874. This portion of Texas Home Improvement is made possible by more plumbing supplies, bath and kitchen showplace. Go beyond the box stores. Go to bkshowplace.com to find a location near you. All right, I promise I'm going to head straight into the call, so let's do that. 713-212-5874. Luke, welcome to KTRH. Yes, sir. I guess it is a, a good afternoon for wood questions. <laughs> okay. I had a buddy of mine tell me, and, I, and I'm not real familiar. That's the reason I'm calling and asking, but... Um, he said that uh, there's a new material out. It's like simulated wood, almost a rubber finish. Are you familiar with that? Uh, he's probably talking about the laminate. Uh, laminate? Yeah, wood floors. And basically, they're made out of, uh, lin um, I said laminate, linoleum wood floors. Uh, it comes in planks. And it's made out of linoleum. It looks, they look extremely good, very durable if you get the good ones. Now, there are some cheap ones where the finish will start peeling a little bit, but the good ones hold up extremely well. My biggest concern is, is I'm a canine lover, uh -huh. and, and I have boxers, and I bring them in the house often, and, and I've listened to your show quite a bit, and... It, I'm a first-time caller. I wanted to, I wanted to find out what would be the best thing for these big dogs. Tile. And they actually make some tiles that you cannot tell are not, are are not wood. I mean, you literally can reach down and touch them. You can feel the texture on them. Uh, they they look great and they are extremely durable. They won't. They will hold up to any pet. Now, are you referring to ceramic tiles? Yes, sir. Okay. And, it, again, it comes in planks. They're like, uh, they got them in different sizes. Most of them are like six inches wide and, and about uh, two feet or so long. Yes, sir. And they lay down, and you cannot tell that that's not a wood floor. And would, what would be the best application for putting them down? Uh, what do you mean by that? I mean, as far as preparation, if I wanted to try and do the job myself. Oh, yeah. You definitely can do that. Uh, in fact, if you go to the floor and decor stores, they give classes every Saturday on doing uh, the wood floor and tile installations. One's at 10, one's at 2. And uh, But 
they've got all the mastics, the tile, everything you need to put it down uh, to make it last for years to come. And that Thanks music means much. i got to let it go for news, traffic, and weather. We'll be right back. Thank you, Jim. Want to see what Jim Dutton looks like? Well, you insist. See his picture on our website, THIPro.com. That's THIPro.com. Now, here's Jim with more Texas Home Improvement. Yeah, and this portion is being sponsored by America's Choice Windows. Ten windows for just $36.80. That's a heck of a deal. And these really are great windows. I've got them in my house. I love them. Let's get ready and head back into the calls at 713-212-5874. Larry, welcome to Texas Home Improvement. How you doing, Jim? I'm doing wonderful. How about you? Oh, we're doing well. Um, I have a couple of chimneys that, have the, that are stucco. And on the on the top of them, it just has concrete. I think that's just regular concrete that goes up to the flute to keep it from seeping or keep the water from penetrating down beside the stucco. Okay. The normal procedure, or should there be a tin cap on there? Or? Well, normally what you got is it's a mortar that's up there, not concrete. And it, on brick fireplaces, they're all capped that way. And you may or may not put a you know metal cap over the top of that i will tell you on my own house uh when it reached about 30 years old that mortar started le- you know allowing moisture to go down through it and i went ahead and put a metal top on the top well, that's that's what's happened here i mean the stucco it, it penetrated it and we had to replace a lot of the stucco and you know a lot now, of you- the metal behind the stucco and tear it all off yeah, you can try putting some concrete sealers up there and stuff, but you know all that is temporary. Put that, put a new uh, metal top over the entire chimney top there, and you're done for years. Well, that's all I have. I just, I, the guy told me that, but I just was wondering why they never did, why the house didn't come that way to begin with. <laughs> well, because it costs a nickel, and when the builders are building them, they're, they're trying to build them as cheap as they can. I understand that. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, I appreciate it. Have a happy Easter. You as well. Take care. Thank you. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye-bye. 713-212-5874. Hello, Wally. Hey there. How you doing? Doing great. How about you? Well, I, I think I'm doing pretty good. For the shape I'm in, I'm in pretty good shape. I've got a problem with a chimney on my roof. Okay. The house was built in about 1957-58. And the builders that built it did a great job. And they built up the chimney uh, approximately, say, 30 inches. And the medium that you put in between the bricks has lasted forever. But the people that owned the house decided that there wasn't, the chimney wasn't high enough. They wanted it to extend it another two or three feet. And they jake-legged it. And when they built it, or the contractor did it, I think they must have used spit and sand to put the bricks together. Yep. Now, on a hard driving rain coming in from the north, I have seepage coming in through that mortar that's dripping down the inside of the uh, the chimney and goes down to the to the roof that they punch through the roof to uh, get the smoke out with, and it's collecting on that roof, which is, by the way, 
It's a six-inch thick, 16-inch wide concrete panel. Okay. Flex core panel. And they just punch the hole in there to to get the the chimney on up out of out of the the, the house. And what I'm doing is that I'm I don't know what to do about it because I don't want to I don't know if I could repoint those brick, uh, take them down. Well, I, I would do two things. One, you can repoint them, and then I would put on a concrete sealer. Uh, they make some clear ones that soak into it. And, uh-huh. and they'll soak into the brick as well and seal it so it doesn't take on moisture. Okay, you get those probably most any of the lumber yards, hardware No, nah, you're not going to, uh, typically you're not going to find them at your normal uh, box stores. You're going to have to go to a specialty store. Uh, either go to a masonry supply store or okay, go which... or uh, go to a, a uh, white cap. What kind of cap? It's called White Cap. It's it's a uh, store that sells stuff to commercial people. Uh-huh. Uh, you can look it up at whitecap.com if you use the Internet. But uh, really the easiest would be to just go to a masonry supply store. Well, we have none down here is what I'm where, what, where what are you at? in Lake Jackson. We, yeah. uh, we're at the tail end of nowhere. Yeah, I'm familiar with Lake Lake Jackson. Um, yeah, you more than likely you're going to end up going up into Houston to get it. Okay, well, uh, this is White Cap. Yeah, now if you com. if you use the internet, go to WhiteCap.com okay, uh, and they oh, actually we, deliver. They'll oh, ship okay. it. Yeah. Okay, that's is it paintable? Yes, sir. Uh, I, and and what you can actually do is put it in a pump up sprayer, and yeah. literally just spray it on, and it soaks in and seals it up. Okay, that sounds fine. I thought there ought to be something on that, uh, some somewhere outside of taking that last course of bricks off that they put on nah, ten you years don't. after the house was built. Yeah, you don't need to do that. Well, okay, okay. Well, let's appreciate it. Wally, let's... you take care and have a happy Easter. Okay, take care. Bye now. Bye. Again, our number seven one three two one two five eight seven four. That's seven one three two one two. Five eight seven four. Strap on your tool belt. It might make your wife feel all tingly. Here's more Texas Home Improvement with Jim Dutton. And if you miss any of the show, be sure to check out our podcast. It's available on iTunes or click the SoundCloud icon on THIPro.com. You know, all this talk about the Bluebell ice cream, I'm starting to feel uh, guilty about the bowl of Bluebell homemade vanilla ice cream I ate last night. Let me get back into the calls. Maybe I can forget about that. Andy, how are you doing? Well, I'm doing fine. I'm calling you from Galveston. Uh, we've got a GE uh, gas kitchen range that's a uh, gas top and uh, electric oven. The broiler works fine, but this morning when my wife wanted to bake something, she couldn't get it to bake. So I'm interested in what you think the most likely problem is or solution. <laughs> hmm. I'm not a big appliance guy. But the very first thing I would check would be my breakers. 
And the reason I say that, uh, the oven would use 220. And if one side tripped, things would still work, but the oven itself would not. Well, I'll sure do that. That'd be the cheapest, that's yeah. for sure. And okay. beyond that, I'd be calling them the appliance guy. Yep, I, I, I appreciate that. Have okay. a good weekend and happy Easter. You as well, Andy. Take care. Yes, sir. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And, and, I, I, and I, I need to correct something from the uh, previous caller where I said get a concrete sealer. Uh, what you need is a masonry sealer, not a concrete sealer, and there is a difference. The masonry sealers are made for the brick and mortars and all that stuff, and it soaks in better. So uh, that's what you want to get for your fireplace. Bobby, welcome to KTRH. Hey, how you doing, Jim? Doing great. How about you? I'm doing good. I have a couple questions. Um, I'm actually having a house built, and uh, I've always heard bad things about putting wood floors in kitchen areas. Oh, that's um, a no-no. Is it really a bad thing? Because there's no like place to transition wood to tile between like the living room and kitchen. So are you totally against it or... Let me tell you how against it I am. I'm uh, in the process. You know, I, I do the show all over the state of Texas. Sure. And in Dallas, I'm rebuilding a house for a firefighter right now. And we did an addition on his house. The kitchen had wood floors. And over where the water areas are, all of it was rotted, had to be tore out. And she wanted to go back with f wood floor because the house was originally built in the 50s and you know, when she bought, I'm sorry, in the 40s, and when she bought it, it had wood floors in the kitchen as well as the rest of the house. Underneath the wood floor, though, the original floor was actually linoleum. But hmm. I had to, to uh, really disappoint her because I would not put wood back in the kitchen for her. Even that uh, engineered hardwood stuff that nope. they had out there? Nope, because the moisture that's in a kitchen and bathroom area is too much for wood floors. Uh, where where this place was, we actually had to replace floor joists, the subfloor, everything, and and you could see on the floor joists that they had been replaced at least two other times. Hmm. And a concrete slab that doesn't matter because the moisture's coming from, I guess, the dishwasher or whatever. Correct. Correct. Okay. Uh, what about um, having like a, I guess, a third party or higher inspectors during the building process? Do you recommend that or absolutely? Uh, because the, the city inspectors, they come out and they're looking for minimums to meet the, the minimum building codes. Sure. And on a lot of stuff, it's better if you can go beyond the minimum building codes. And okay. you, you need somebody there who's who's doing you know, a, a more detailed check for you. Do uh, you have anybody you can recommend for that? Uh, if you'll go to a website uh, for the Foundation Performance Association, that's a group of engineers who uh, get into doing those type of inspections as well as other stuff. But you can look and there's a list of guys there and look at the different things that they do. And uh, there's those guys would do a great job for you. Okay, I have one last question. I'm building in a neighborhood that's trying to keep as many trees as possible. Yeah. Um, and so when they build a house, they say that they'll take down any trees that's within five feet of your house or the slab. Is there anything else to worry about as far as trees being, you know, six foot away or uh, anything I need to do, you know? There is, but, si but since it's an existing tree, mm -hmm. uh, you don't ever want that tree to die because when a tree dies, 
it'll take on moisture in the soil, and the soil will actually expand and heave the house up. So basically, you want to try to keep those trees the same size as they are now by keeping the leaves trimmed and stuff so it doesn't grow any larger. So you, ha you I guess, hire a, I guess an arborist once Correct. a year, twice a year, once every other year? Uh, once every, probably every year or two is enough. Okay, once every year or two. All right, man, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. You bet. Take care. All right, bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, when, uh, and, and this is for everybody listening. Trees cause more problems with the foundation than you can shake a stick at. And uh, But you cannot root barrier a tree that is older than the house. Only trees that were put in when the house was built or since then should be either root barriered or cut down. Anything that was uh, prior, you need to keep it, and you need to keep it alive. Fabrico. Yes, that... sir. How are you doing? Just fine. How are you? Yeah, this is Fabrizio. Hey, uh, I like your show. It's very good. Thank you. Hey, I have a question. Actually, two questions. The first one is, I have a, a track in the front of my house in the bricks. Uh -huh. it's, a, it's about half inch or maybe three eighths and about two feet long. Uh, what do you recommend for that? Uh, what do the guys say? You can patch it up and leave it like a new or you thinking maybe we'll have to take all the bricks and put it well, in the Well, I think the first thing you got to find out is how that crack got there because a lot of times that's from foundation movement. Uh-huh. And if that's the case, you want to fix the foundation before you fix the crack because otherwise the, the, uh, you get material in there. When you do finally fix the foundation, it tries to squeeze that material out, and it'll, it'll start breaking stuff in other places. Oh, okay. So it's not really worth to try to repair it then? No. No, it needs to be left alone until you're ready to fix it. And, and, and remember, the brick veneer homes that we have, in most cases, the brick is just a veneer. And so even if water gets behind the brick, it runs down the backside, and that's what the weep holes are for, for the moisture to come back out. So it's not a problem. Okay. Yeah, because these guys, this uh, contractor told me, well, uh, we can invest. Well, he's going to charge you a pretty good amount of money for it. Yeah. And uh, he said, well, we can make a little cosmetic job. Um, but I don't know how long that thing is going to be look good. Yeah, not very long. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's a good advice. And another thing real quick. What do you recommend it? I have a lot of hard time for cleaning my driveway. I tried uh, washer pressure with a bunch of liquids and yep. all the oil and stuff in there. It never come out. So why do you really recommend it for uh, make a really good clean uh, driveway makeup? Well, where you get the oil stains and stuff, that actually soaks down into the concrete and stains it. And so right. you'll never get that out. 100 percent okay uh, but if you go by like um ace hardware may have them northern tool supply has them they hook up to the pressure washer and yes. it's it's a round device that spins so you get an even cleaning and that'll do a better job on the driveway than just using a regular pressure washer that leaves streaks and stuff in it and that music means i gotta take a quick break we'll be right back if I could live my life all over, it wouldn't matter anyway, cause I never could stay sober, on the Corpus Christi Bay. Go ahead, drink it in. Goes down smooth. This is Texas Home Improvement with Jim Dutton. 
And this portion is being brought to you by the best siding on the planet, James Hardy Siding. Go to our website, THIPro.com, and click on the link to James Hardy Siding. And talking about Corpus Christi Bay, let's go down to Corpus. Ben, what can I do for you? Yes, sir. Thanks for answering the call. Uh, we, I'm managing the shopping center. When they built the shopping center, it's all center block, about 15, 16, 18 feet high. And they put the molding for decoration, it would look nice. With roofers, and there is stucco on top of that molding, on the styrofoam molding. Yep. But they didn't put the flushing over it. And over time, because there was so much hot and heat in Corpus Christi, they're all cracking. And when it rains, water comes down, goes through the uh, center blocks, comes inside the units. Okay. And I have called a few roofers. They suggested yeah, the, the, the the black tarp with the uh, you know mash and stuff, but it's not going to be 100 percent. And we cannot go back to flushing because they cannot screw it to the uh, foam. Right, because you, you got ephus up there. Yes. Yeah, and behind the ephus, there's got to be something solid that they can screw to, whether it's uh, a metal. Uh, studs back there or wood studs or something because it can't just hang out there on its own no, or it's or the masonry even uh they should be able to, to attach to and then it would have to be covered up with decorative again see there was the as a center block went all the way up right and on top of it they put uh the stucco guy when they did it yeah and some about three feet three feet after the uh, 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 center block the, for extending the wall, yep. they put uh, 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 wood. Yeah. That's why they attach it to the wood. Yep. Now we cannot do anything. Well, you can, but what happens is you got to strip it down, back down to the basics, and go back up that way. And unfortunately, that gets very expensive. It is. But that's also the only way to fix it right. Otherwise, all you're doing is patching it. And you're destined to have the same problem again saw, in a short I period of time. Line. And Ben, I hate to do it to you, but yeah. that music means I am totally out of time. Have a great Easter, and we'll talk to you guys next weekend.